three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great night so far. This is day eight of our Real Holiday series. Got a review here from The Simpsons uh, Season 9, Episode 11 episode, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, which, in my humble opinion, is one of the, I'd say, easily top 15 uh, best episodes of The Simpsons uh, ever. I absolutely adore this episode. So... The plot, very basic. Uh, we catch up with the Simpsons at Christmas time. It starts off with a <laughs> hilarious gag of Homer driving uh, with Marge to the try and save to go ahead and get gifts for everyone. And and the heater is not working, so he kicks it and snow comes in from outside. I got a very hard laugh out of that. So Homer and Marge go ahead get presents uh homer does something that i have to admit was kind of brilliant because marge always uh, marge asks him why do you always wait so late to go ahead and get christmas presents and you know he talks about like oh it's just fun and he goes ahead goes to the store pretends that he works there and says register nine is now open people start scanning the stuff and then he just grabs their shit and leaves so i love the fact that the episode doesn't really touch on the fact that Homer just stole, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. But, you know, whatever. Simpsons. Uh, but we go ahead and catch up with the family. Homer is decorating, uh, which leads to a great gag of him falling off the roof. Uh, it's it's very classic Simpsons. And I and I really think that people, I don't even want to say are, are harsh to it, but I think people forget the Simpsons was really consistently great. Almost like the first eleven seasons uh, of the show, like it's an incredibly well written show, and it just kind of blows your mind when you look at how consistent it was. Obviously, it's very greatly in quality over the last you know twenty or so seasons, but the fact that we got you know I'll say even twelve, we'll say twelve, twelve really brilliant years of great television from one show, like. That's like really that's really only something we're getting from uh, It's Always Sunny. Uh, I think you can have that conversation with Bob's Burgers, too. But there aren't a lot of shows that have been on the air uh, so long that have been able to go ahead and be so consistent. Uh, I would say Brooklyn Nine-Nine's in that group um, as well. But the list of shows that hit that pla- uh, that hit that that level, it's a really small, really, really unique group of shows that are able to do that but um we pick up <laughs> there's there's this part where they're uh they're sitting around the tree everyone's kind of shaking their gifts except marge and marge goes ahead and tells his family 7 a.m that's when we're waking up we're gonna have a christmas together for once and that is something i will say for myself growing up as a kid that was something my parents were always like don't go downstairs like you know stay in bed or or, or what have you. I would go downstairs and have like cocoa in the morning to wake up on Christmas Day. But that was always a thing. You know, we have to do, we should do this as a family. And so it always made sense to me as a kid. You know, I'd always get excited. But also I was like, you know, I can wait another, 
you know, I can wait another day. Like I've waited this long, but because Bart is Bart and he can't help himself. And I will give Bart credit. And first off, to give Marge a little more credit, she took everyone's alarm clock so they couldn't set the, their alarms for earlier than seven, which I thought was pretty clever. Uh, it's <laughs> it's so funny, but so sad. You know, Marge saying, we're going to do this together as a family. And they cut to Grandpa outside. And he's like, is anyone home? And, and Homer closes the blinds. Like, I got a really hard laugh out of that. They're so mean to Grandpa. <laughs> it's really kind of it's really quite fucked up but it always makes me laugh but we get um and i gotta say too this is pretty clever on bart's uh part because bart is an asshole and he can't help himself he goes ahead and drinks 12 glasses of water before bed so he can go ahead and wake up earlier than 7 a.m which actually works which it was something i didn't even think about I'm like you know what that's actually pretty clever like as as evil as bart is so Bart wakes up earlier than everyone, and of course he's like, "Oh, sweet! I can go ahead and find out what I got." So you got some money from Aunt Selma, which I always love as a kid when people give me money. It's like you understand me. Don't don't overthink it on the gift. Just give me cold hard cash. I'd always love when I got that. But uh, Bart gets uh, his main, what's presumably his main gift, this uh, fire engine uh, with an actual working hose, and he's driving it around. Uh, knocks over uh, the nativity scene, but then accidentally goes ahead and gets water on the electrical outlet, burns down the tree, burns down all the presents. And so now Bart is incredibly screwed. And so then the family comes down and they freak out and they're like, oh my God, what happened to Christmas? And Bart, of course, lies because he's an asshole. And I got to say for myself, I did always find Bart funny as a kid, but I almost look at Bart the way I look at Viva La Bam, if you guys remember that show. Uh, Viva La Bam was always funny to me when I was 12. Uh, I can still laugh at Bart now, but the point being, I remember Viva La Bam, I just thought Bam and his friends were hilarious. And now looking back on it, I'm like, wow, Bam was a child who was enabled by his friends. And just because he's rich, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And... Oh my God, what terrible message that is for teenagers. Um, Bart really is that kid. The only reason I find Bart funnier is because he just has better jokes than Bam does. Because, you know, <laughs> Bam's Bam Margera's Bam Margera. But some of these times, sometimes when I go back and I watch certain episodes, I'm like, wow, Bart really is a monster. And he really does deserve Principal Skinner always putting him in detention and, you know, Mrs. Corbopel. Uh, always give him F like Bart's an evil child. Like he's basically Macaulay Culkin in the good son, but Bart lies to his family says, Hey, we were robbed. And so Christmas is ruined. And so the town as terrible of a place as Springfield can be. I did appreciate the fact that they all really come together uh, to help the Simpsons and, 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 and help them feel better. Um, it is really funny to me uh rather rather messed up they they're like well we're having a bad christmas let's go somewhere where we know people are miserable so they go to the retire they go to the retirement home and expecting to see all these old people sad i'm like that's pretty fucked up like i know you're having a really shitty christmas but don't take it out on everyone else but i of course this is where the it gets all dicey because the whole town goes ahead shows up gives them money 
gives them food, uh, gives them like they end up with like fifteen grand. Bart's feeling, you know, completely guilty, which you fucking should. Uh, this is one of those times where if you're a kid, and I know every not everyone has a you know a super clear or a super good conscience, but man, this shit would be tearing you apart. <laughs> like it's when he meets those kids. Um, I can't remember the. Uh, the well, patches patches is the boy and and the girl's name is poor violet i remember finding that shit so funny it's this is such a dark episode because they have they have children these kids from this orphanage going to give bart their final dollar it's like oh my god this is incredibly bleak but that is the thing i actually ironically enough love about this episode that bart because he's a jackass and can't help himself and just has to always be impatient, um, goes ahead and screws himself. And not only screws himself, but then once he brings the family in on the lie by uh, this interview that they have with Kent Brockman, who I can I just have to say, I wish there was a local news uh, news person here in Reno who was our Kent Brockman. If I I, I wish Kent Brockman was was real, he's wonderful. <laughs> Like the man, the man is so shameless in the way he will exploit anyone in that town for an Emmy. I almost, it's almost inspiring how evil he is, but I, I love how this episode ends with the Simpsons having lost everything because of Bart, but at the end of the day that they have each other that, I mean, at the end of the day, that is the message of this. Um, again, my biggest complaint about this is that while Bart, while Bart ends up getting choked out by Lisa, which is one of the funnier, <laughs> just one of the funnier moments, maybe in this whole season for me, it's when Lisa starts choking Bart when he admits that he that he lied, and Homer, <laughs> and Homer goes, Lisa, no, your arms aren't strong enough, and then he starts choking him. I'm like, holy crap! It's it's amazing. It's amazing how well the show works when it works, but. Uh, getting my final thoughts, really, outside of the episode, just not, for me, punishing Bart enough. That's really my only gripe, but, I mean, the show doesn't punish. Well, eh, the show kind of punishes Bart, but, yeah, uh, I was a little irritated by that, but everything else hits so well. Just seeing seeing Homer screw up or uh, destroy their new car, seeing a car and ice explode like in an action movie, that gag alone, I was like, this is fucking amazing, but absolutely love this episode, it's a solid A for me, um, this is one of my top three episodes of season nine, uh, I, I love this episode, I think my other ones would be, who, let me think, um, hmm, so I'm, I'm I'm thinking of what what my favorite uh what my favorite episodes would be, uh. I love the Telltale Head. That actually would probably be my second one, and then my first one would probably be uh, would probably be Homer's Odyssey. I absolutely love that one. Um, I love that episode. But uh, yeah, everyone, what are your favorite episodes? Uh, your favorite episodes from season nine? I I'd, I'd love to actually hear that. Uh, the Simpsons is one of those shows I would love to review. It would just be, whew, that's just such an overtaking. It's how many seasons? It's like 32 seasons. That's just, it's a lot. <laughs> but, uh, wait, 
thirty. Yeah, so they're um, coming up on season thirty-two. Good grief. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of TV. But what? Uh, yeah, what do you guys think of this episode? Is this in your top three for the for the season? Is it in your top fifteen ever for Simpsons? Uh, for Simpsons episodes. Let us know. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook. Both our pages on Facebook. You can like us at the Real Pineapple. You can like Real Pineapple Games. Uh, both of those on Facebook. Going to be streaming some games here soon. You can go ahead and follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on Apple uh, and Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, and uh, iHeart uh, and iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and Amazon Music, and Tune Up. Uh, we're going to have other reviews coming up here soon. I'm going to get to the Queen's Gambit here soon, and I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to have a full review of The Mandalorian once that's over. Uh, I'm, spoiler alert, I am loving where it's at so far. I, I, I will say that much. And we'll have some other Christmas reviews coming up here soon, including uh, Elf, Die Hard, and Nightmare Before Christmas, because I am counting that as a Christmas movie. Don't at me. Um, everyone, please stay safe out there. Uh, please take care of each other. Wear a mask and we'll talk to you soon.